Hi everyone, I'm Courtney Revolution. I'm Savannah Palacio and welcome to The, the Homecoming, Homecoming Queens. Queens. Every Wednesday on The Homecoming Queens podcast, we have one of our friends from the reality TV-verse to tell us what it's like to go on TV, to come off TV, and have everyone know your name. The full episode of Homecoming Queens is available on our Homecoming Queens YouTube channel, or you can listen to us on your favorite podcast app. Rate, review, and subscribe. You know how it goes. Today's guests are two very special friends of mine. I'm so excited to have them here today. Let's welcome Anne-Sophie Petit-Friere and Colony Reeves from Selling Tampa. You may know Anne-Sophie and Colony as the bombshell real estate agents from Selling Tampa, but this isn't your run-of-the-mill real estate show. Selling Tampa follows an all-female, black-owned real estate agency selling luxury homes in Tampa Bay. The representation we didn't know we needed, but baby, do we live for it. Mm. Yes, we do. But first, you know we need to catch up. So, Courtney, what's good? Savannah, I don't know. What's the TTT? Oh, gosh. <laughs> what is the T? Um, goodness. Oh, God. I feel like I always have so much to say. Like, in the week leading up to us recording, I'm like, oh, me and Courtney are going to talk about this, that, that. And then it just all slips my mind. How about this? My whole life is revolutionized. <laughs> And that's because Drake and Beyonce have dropped new music. Now, listen, are you a Drake fan or are you a Beyonce fan or are you both? You know, I would say I'm a fan of both. I enjoy both of their music. I wouldn't say I'm a diehard fan for like Beyonce because, you mm -hmm. know, she has her whole beehive and stuff. I don't consider myself a part of the beehive. I'm more of like a little butterfly that stops on by every now and then. She said I'm Mariah Carey, bitch. And we can vibe for a little bit. Don't sting me because we're just going to have some fun. Okay. But yeah, I I, I appreciate the beehive. Okay. I, I am a Drake fan. I did hear the Drake album. Mm hmm I don't hate it the same way people hate it. Like I, I don't like I, I don't love it. Like it, I think I don't love it because it wasn't exactly what I was expecting. But then once I forgot my expectations, I started to appreciate it. You know what it is for me about both. I think that we have been for like what the past two years we've been in this like quarantine, this COVID, this wear your mask, this wash your hands, which y'all should have been doing anyway. Yeah, nasties. Um, there was so much trap music mm -hmm. with the lean. And the pills and yeah. the hooded, the hooded, the hooded, the hooded. Yeah. <laughs> and um, girl, it's time to put some booty shorts on and go outside. And yeah. I feel like that's what Beyonce and Drake both said. Drake said, "Gays, this one's for you." Oh yeah, I think Drake definitely made his album for the girls and the gays mm -hmm. only. Like, and I think he made it with that intention because. The girls and the gays love to go outside and they love to shake a tail feather. Oh, girl. So, and wherever the girls and the gays are at, the men come a running. Oh, girl, not a running, a sprinting. They said, she's a runner, she's a track star. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, am I wrong? Like, no one's going where the guys are at. No offense. I mean, I'm going where the guys are at. I, okay. But I'm a gay. But you're gay, yeah. You're going where the other gays are at. And yeah. the gays are always where the girlies are at. And the straight guys are where the football games and... Sports. Sports are at... Hot dogs. Joggers? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> joggers? Joggers? Ew, joggers. <laughs> Sorry, that's a real Housewives yeah. reference. What else is going on? What else is good? What else is good? What else is good? You know what movie I saw recently, um, Savannah? I just saw uh, the Lightyear movie, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, really? Yes. You know, I'm a Kiki Palmer stan and I support everything that she does. Yeah. Kiki Palmer is great. I like her. I was like, I went to the movies. I saw it. I laughed. I cried. We had a Toy Story question on the circle. Did you know that there were only four Toy Story movies? Um, I thought there were five. I don't remember there being a fifth. So I my guess would be four. Isn't four when they like. I didn't see it. Oh. <laughs> that, well, that, that's why I thought there were five. I was like, oh, I didn't miss two already. So see, that's like the benefit of having so many younger siblings. It's like I never left my childhood. Jesus. And so I have watched all of these movies, um, whether I wanted to or not. <laughs> I was actually just like watching a TikTok. Actually, that was comparing like movies like the same movie made but like by different production companies mm -hmm. so like comparing like Finding Nemo to like Shark Tale because they were made in the same year just by different production companies and they're like they like I mean fish movies mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I did not go and see um Shark Tale Shark Tale <gasps> I will not tolerate any Shark Tale slander. Christina, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Christina. The car yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her. I know that. But mm -hmm. I didn't see the movie. 
Oh, it was actually such a good movie. Chloe Bailey dressed up as one of those fish in that yes. movie for like Halloween once, the right? The cute one. Yes. Yes, mm. she did. That's actually a really good Halloween costume idea. I might, might steal that from Chloe. Savannah, before we get the keys to enter our luxury interview um, with our special guest, I wanted to ask you. Ooh, this good. is, I think this will be good for the listeners to hear. Okay. Um, Just because it's something different. When you go to an event, because I've been going to more events lately, um, because I'm that girl in my imagination. Um, <laughs> when you go to an event and you're by yourself, how do you approach people that you don't know? First, if I'm at an, ev- at an event by myself, whatever drinking rule I set for myself that day is out the window. Period. I am running to the bar for a drink. Same. Um, I wish I could be the girl that could just be like sober, like dead ass sober at an event. And you know what? Maybe I could be. But the social anxiety like sets in and I don't think like I think I need like a little liquid courage to go up to people, especially if I don't know them. But usually I just go up and I'm just like, hey, I'm Savannah. Like, (laughs) uh, what's your name? And then we'll just get to talking and I'll ask, you know, what they do. Are they here with the brand? Are Mm. they were they invited here? And then I'm like, I could talk to a wall though. You know, like I could literally talk to anyone. You could. Like, <laughs> e- even if someone doesn't want to talk to me, I will continue to talk to you because persistence breaks resistance. Yeah. That's how I made all my friends. They all were just rather persistent because, you know, I'm very like, you know, stay away from me, but I love you just from over here. All of my, like the majority of them have all been people that I've maybe been like, all right, whatever. And yeah. then they've been like, hey, 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 I mean, hey, I, hey. I wish I wasn't like that. I literally <laughs> kicked the door down to your circle room. So I was like, I forced the friendship. <laughs> and now we're here. <laughs> and thank you for that. Because of all of my friends are all uh, really good people. And I know that if they have yeah. persistence, then they also have some level of patience. And you need that to be friends with I me. do have a favorite of your friends. Really? Now, now that we know each other. Yeah, I do have a favorite of your friends. Oh, my God. I'm excited to hear this. Because I love all your friends. You know, you. they're all amazing. You know, we all have a great time together. Ooh. At first, I, I thought Ricky Dillon was in himself, you know, because I kept getting him mixed up with another Ricky. Yes. But we learned. I love Ricky Dillon now. Shout out Ricky Dillon. Shout out Go to Ricky sub- Dillon. subscribe to his YouTube channel. Bad bitch ass fat. But my favorite friend of yours, I think it's Felicia. I love Felicia. Felicia probably just screamed in her home. Really? Yeah, I I'm love sure. Because she has she does have a genuine love for you. That's why I'm like, oh. she probably just like screamed. Her catch just like jumped down from wherever oh, they were. Oh, then the feeling is mutual. <laughs> then the feeling is mutual. You know, I love her because she's always like, she like wherever you are, she's right behind and mm. she's like a real friend to you and like she has your back. I feel like what, it's like hard sometimes when you're friends with someone who also does like social media because you never, you never know if the friendship is real because they want to be friends with you or if because there's like a, something beneficial that could come out of it for them. I agree. And with Felicia, not that I've ever gotten that feeling from any of her friends, because mm-hmm. I haven't. But with Felicia, I could just tell that the love between you guys is genuine. Because you guys have been friends for like your entire lives, have you not? No, me and Felicia have been friends all since like 2014. Like 2014, Damn, 2015. We've been we've been friends for a very long time. Yeah, you know? I feel it. And um, You can see like how, how much you guys love each other. There are not words that can... I mean, she literally is on the circle. Like, I, th- there's a picture of her yeah. in my bedroom on the circle. Um, and she has just shown me um, a level of love and respect and loyalty that you just can't overlook. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. She's someone that will call just, just to say, hey, girl, how you doing? Or, like, she sends a TikTok if she ain't here for me in, like, two and a half, three days, like, just to make sure I'm good. Um, and mm-hmm. all of those things I just really appreciate. So it's nice that you can also see that in yeah. her because it's all true. For sure. It does not go unnoticed. Shout out Felicia. Shout out to Felicia. We love you. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have to give a shout out to Mike because Mike came on the podcast. Yes. We love him. We love his muscles. Yes, we love Mike's muscles. A Mike, lot. Mike's somewhere licking his lips like, yep, I'm hot. I was watching our episode <laughs> back with Mike and I was like, why did I not lick his bicep? Not lick a bicep? I just want to lick. <laughs> lick a bye. Sep. <laughs> He's great. Shout yeah, out to Mike. Great. I just want like, eh. <laughs> his bicep. I feel like it tastes yummy. Stupid. No, and like bite it. Like not bite this. Just a bitch. little. Like. Um. <laughs> just a tad. Well, now that I've met your friends, I want you to meet some of my friends. Oh God. Okay. Are the keys a jingling? I think I hear the keys. <laughs> the keys jingling. Jingle, 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 jingle. Put it, put a jingle sound to it. Jingle, 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 jingle. The keys—they're jingling. I think we have a couple ladies walking through the front door. 
They coming home? They're coming home, Courtney. Let's welcome ah. them home. Two of my really good friends, and Sophie Petit Fier oh. and Colony, Colony Reeves. Reeves from oh. Selling Tampa. Yes, we love them. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm so excited for this episode because I have two of my own girlies on the show today. Two people that I really admire. I love spending time with them. And today I brought them on the podcast so that Courtney can get to know them and so you guys can too. So let's welcome Anne Sophie and Colony from Selling Tampa. Hi! Hello! <laughs> I'm so excited to have you guys both on the show together because I feel like together you guys are just such a force mm. you know when I think of one I think of the other it's like I mean I know I met you guys separately but still you feel as though they go hand in hand for sure and I think like when you watch the show it's very evident that they are friends both on and off camera you know people who like sometimes just have friendships for the camera mm -hmm. but they are like like real BFF, like you and I. I was about know? to say, like us? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like pe they actually hang out. You guys met doing real estate or did you meet outside of real estate? We met doing real estate. We actually worked for a different brokerage before we came to Allure. So that's mm. how we met. And we were like the only two black girls there. And uh, I was like, yeah. girl. <laughs> Another black girl? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, you saw each other and you guys were like, ooh. Love, it was love at first sight. We're the duo that we didn't know people needed. Like, right. <laughs> oh, and, and we need y'all. Believe that. We need y'all. Y'all are very necessary. How did y'all get into real estate in the first place? What drew y'all to that? So for me, so for me, I started um, working as a property accountant. I've always worked in real estate since graduation, but only on the accounting side. And, you know, cutting the checks and looking at the checks of the brokers we were cutting. I was like, OK, I need me one of those checks. Um, <laughs> and also I started getting bored with my work. I would just finish my work and just be like, OK, what's next? And I decided to explore the other side of real estate and I haven't looked back since. Mm, what about you, Colony? So for me, I was trying to be a teacher. Um, I thought that was the path I wanted to go down. And then I realized it was not for me. I love kids, but just it just wasn't my calling. It wasn't my passion. And so I literally went into like a whole downward spiral of depression. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. I went like crying to my dad and my mom. And I'm like, I need you guys to help me because I'm like well into my 20s. I'm supposed to be flourishing in my career at this point. And I just feel like I don't have any direction. Like, what am I doing with my life? And my dad, he's always kind of dabbled in real estate as an investor. And of course, I'm born and raised in Tampa. So he's like, look, you know everybody in Tampa. I know a little bit about real estate. Go and get your real estate license. I'll pay for it. Just go and focus on that and give it your all and just see. And I call it my bet on myself moment because I was like, you know what? Like, this is all or nothing. I'm going to put everything I have into this. And I literally did it. And you both are so good at it. Like, I, I feel like. Well, I mean, we watch Selling Tampa and we see you guys, you know, do your thing on the TV show. But you guys were at Allure like before you filmed the show or or was it like you guys were brought on into Allure for the show? So I think what made our show even better than um, some reality shows that are real estate based is that before the cameras were rolling, we were already a team. Like mm. the Kiki Lala's you see, the camaraderie that you see, those all existed pre-cameras. Like we really joke with each other in a different kind of way. So it was like everything that you saw on the cameras as far as like the jokes about the outfits the nieces, and everything, the all that existed without the cameras. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I love that. I I am so excited for you guys because like I was saying, I find you guys to be so necessary, um, especially for Netflix, you know, showing your true authentic selves, your true authentic friendships um, throughout the show. Can you guys walk us through the day that you guys found out that Selling Tampa could be a possibility? How did you find out that this opportunity was coming your way, the audition, what was that like? 
Well, Courtney, I just want to say one thing. I love you, first of all. So I'm happy to like finally meet you in person. Yeah, yeah. You're like one of the first people from Netflix, from a Netflix show to show love. Like when our show came out, you were writing me. You was like, congratulations. Yeah. You followed me. Aww. You were like commenting. So you showed mad love. And then when I found out that you and Savannah knew each other, I was like, ah, I he was actually he was the one that was telling me to watch Selling Tampa like long before anyone else was. Yeah. And I held I held off for a while because we, we had a lot of things to watch at the time. And they, they know this. I didn't start watching Selling Tampa, Tampa until after I met them. Oh. Like I, I think I had watched like one episode and then I had met Anne Sophie. And then um, I like kept watching. I had already finished the show by the time I met Colony, but I was so excited to meet them because you guys are uh, like Courtney said, you guys are necessary yeah. for the show. Like you guys, in my humble opinion, make the show, make the season. Mm -hmm. um, anytime that I was shot, like that I would stop to watch. I just kept thinking, like, I, I kept myself thinking, like, oh, my God, like, are they going to make up the next episode? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. what's going to happen? Um, you guys really kept kept me watching, so yeah. Oh. And shout out Courtney for making me watch. I just wanted to say that. Sorry, side note. I just wanted to like. Thank you. I was just no, excited great. to see you guys. We we need more of us on TV, especially Netflix. And you know, obviously, I'm a big Selling Sunset fan. And it was like, well, damn. When am I gonna see some of myself a little bit sprinkled throughout? Yeah. And it was like, who needs a sprinkle? We can get the whole dollop of Daisy. Bam! And here yeah. y'all are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I love that. The question, girl, was what was the audition process like? What was the day like when y'all found out that this opportunity could be something real? It was actually crazy how it all happened. Um, our brokerage had just started marketing ourselves more. So we started doing these brokerage shoots where we would color, like we would put a theme and have like a color um, scheme going on. And we started doing these photo shoots and posting it on social media, really leveraging social media. And um, one day we, start, we got approached by one production company and Honestly, like the more the kind of questions they were asking us made us made it feel like it was not the kind of vibe that we were like we I mean, mm -hmm. I like to think we are we are very classy. We are elegant and we like to hold our, ourselves to a certain standard. So nothing against other um uh, platforms, other shows. We wanted to put something different in front of um, women that look like us and that specific production company, that's not the spend they wanted to put on it. Mm. So me, I'm a big fan of Selling Sunset and like Colony knows this. Um, we were on a group FaceTime call and I'm like, damn, like why can't, um, why can't the people of like Selling Sunset, why can't we work with the people from Selling Sunset? Y'all. So that was literally like the beginning of that conversation. And um, I started stalking to find out who the producers were going to be. And I kind of nudged. I sent Sherelle a little nudge like, hey, like you need to follow these people. A like, businesswoman. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, the I'm going to do the work. You, know, you manifest by, you know, <laughs> manifesting, putting it out there and doing the work. Yeah. Put you got FBI working. You got to plant the seed. The tree isn't going to grow by itself. Anne is Inspector Gadget, by the way. That's like her <laughs> hidden like talent. She's going to find something out. Like, I'll tell her, girl, I need to find this is out. She's going to find it out. So... That's her <laughs> gift. And Sophie, private investigations. Since the little nudge, all I know is next thing we knew, um, we had an interview call scheduled with D. Adam DeVillo. Like, wow. and the rest was history. That is wild. Wow. So then after that, you guys just basically got in contact, basically set the tone for the show, started filming. And then before you know it, you were on Netflix. And Savannah, something that's really like different for us is like, this is, we went through that whole process like during a pandemic, to be honest, mm. right? right? Yeah, it was yeah, 2020. We were literally quarantining and we were literally on our laptops doing every interview virtually. I remember like getting my makeup done with my sister, making sure I had my looks together and like talking to them, interviewing. They did a whole real, like, I think they called it a sizzle mm -hmm. and put it all together yeah. and then presented mm -hmm. it virtually yeah. so it's like yeah. almost unheard of this was very new for them and i mean it, it just worked wow well thank you guys thank you for the show thank you for putting yourselves out there for planting the seed i can't what are you guys gonna have a second season or are you guys 
Do we know that yet? Gotta yeah. stay tuned. Just gotta stay well, tuned for that. Let me stay tuned. Well, damn, Adam, Netflix, whoever the producers are, if you're listening, please. Um, this is me. I'm begging. If I could go on my knees, I would. But that would be something that both of you guys would be open to mm-hmm. filming again. Absolutely. Absolutely. What okay. do you think the rest of the cast would feel? I feel like everybody wants a season two. I think everybody is rooting for that. Yes. The cast and the fans. So, I mean, I think everybody is open to it. Like, that's what we want. And I think you guys can even understand it from your experience. I think only a very small part of our story got told from this season one. So more season means people actually getting to know us versus the the five seconds or the five minutes they might have seen from us from each episode. Right. Mm. And you think about it. I mean, Selling Sunset is on their, what, fifth season? So, you know, we aspire to do the same that they've done, especially kind of following in their footsteps, being the spinoff show. We want that, too. We want five plus seasons. So absolutely. We have more to talk about. We have more of our personalities to unfold. You know, that was just like the tip of the surface. A thousand a thousand percent. You you just hit the head hit the nail on the head right now. Mm. You guys, because like I, I watched the show and then I met them right, so I had like an expectation of how they might be, mm-hmm. you know, and they completely surpassed any expectation that I had. And Sophie and Colony are so funny individually, but like hysterical together. Even when like now when I watch the show back and I see them arguing on TV, I can't help but laugh because I know them now. They're yeah. they're like they're like us. They're like so close that they bicker like sisters yeah. and so when the internet is in like a frenzy over an argument that they that they got in i was like oh that's probably just an average wednesday exactly because <laughs> and get on my nerves all the time uh, colony gets on oh my, my god, freaking yeah. nerves oh my god and literally y'all just me bre- just me breathing air gets on her nerves she's like oh my gosh you have to breathe like that like that she hates when i she hates when i eat i literally can't do anything that's how that's how you know y'all close. <laughs> no, that's literally how it is. Like I wish I was kidding with you guys. We would be like all together and they would just be like going back and forth. And it's like funny bickering and I'm just sitting in the middle enjoying it. I'm like with the popcorn. Like I'm it's bad. funny to be on that side. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna ask y'all, was there any nervousness? I'll speak for myself. As a season tour of the circle, for me personally, I felt like nervous with our season being compared to season one because season one was so iconic and here we come, you know, the little raggedy dramatic sisters coming on in. Um, Did y'all feel like there was pressure on you guys to deliver an exceptional show, especially with Selling Sunset being as popular as it is? What? Absolutely. I think that we had an additional challenge, right? So Selling Sunset was easy for people to digest because it's what people are used to seeing on TV. Here you have this show of literally just black women, black women entering a space of luxury real estate, right? A space that you don't see us often in. So it was very, it was very challenging because we knew we were going to get judged a lot harder than they did, which did happen. So it was just, it it was a lot of pressure. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. I mean, it was big shoes to step into and really like uphold the selling brand. Um, And like Ann-Sophie said, it's something that has never been done. I'm actually really proud of ourselves. We made history, especially in Tampa. You know, it really put Tampa, we really got eyes on Tampa. Mm -hmm. And then to be minority women in that space. Yeah, and the the internet went in on us. They did. They They sure did. did. (laughs) The internet internet does not hold back when it comes to black women. Yeah, I agree. They they compared our day one to Selling Sunset's day 100 or day like to selling sunset day 365 and which to me was not fair i agree what do you guys have to say to the people on the internet that you know it bothered me which is why i'm bringing it up what do you have to say to those people on the internet that were saying well we didn't see enough of y'all selling homes and doing sales and it was about the drama and blah 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 Mm -hmm. What do you have to say to those people on the internet? Call them out right now, y'all. Get them. Low-key, like, for me, I just... I'm 
I want them to go back and watch the show and look at what the show is about. Because if you really understand our show, we are entering into the luxury market, right? Mm -hmm. So of course you're not gonna see in episode one, 10 sales and 10 closings going on. That's our whole thing. We have all have our experience in real estate. I've been a real estate agent for five years, mm. okay? But our show is us entering into a different market, okay? Our, even our title was Fresh Market, New Attitude or something like that, or New Market, Fresh Attitude, one of those. So it's new for us. We are entering into the luxury market. So of course you're not gonna see all these sales right away. So I'm like, go back and understand what you guys are watching. Don't compare us to selling Sunset and what they're doing. This is selling Tampa. We're completely different. We have a completely different market. We're different people. And of course, there's going to be drama. You know, we're, we're, we're humans. We're not going to all show. agree. It's a show. And beyond being a show, you know, we're real. This is our real life. So of course, I'm not going to agree with everything Joanna says or everything Ann says or even Sherelle. Like, I have my own opinion and I'm going to speak it. So... Yeah, you know, and some people did appreciate it, appreciate the drama, you know, I, and we got, I don't want to ignore the people who were very positive about it because we did get a lot of love, but I want to encourage people to go back and watch it and really mm -hmm. understand what our show is about and don't listen to the naysayers because you get one person, it's like clout, you know, you yeah, hear one yeah. negative comment, yeah. people did not even watch the show, but they heard one negative comment mm -hmm. and then they kind of ran with it. Ran bandwagoners and it's like yeah for sure. you don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> and like don't get it twisted while only a few sales were shown personally between myself and colony we closed on many deals but of course where our average deals do not though of course the producers don't want to show our average deals so please please know that we close on many deals while filming mm. okay um it's just that that's not what they wanted to see we're, we're talking about entering a space of luxury real estate um and i think the show was a, an opportunity for people to grow with us mm -hmm. to see our day one our, our day one and grow with us and if given the opportunity to see what our freaking day 125 would be like so right. i think that's what right. the show is supposed to be about but people immediately took it as well selling sunset is showing 10 houses in one episode what about y'all don't get like, it twisted like, though we did show some closings we yes, had closings we yeah. did have million dollar sales on the show mm -hmm. you know yeah. if you watch yeah. you'll see that as well so it's again people who are hearing and then not really looking and then just kind of copying what the next person said. And it's just it's just simply not true. I mean, it's like it's like Housewives, right? Like your real Housewives of Beverly Hills is yes. not going to be the same as real Housewives of Dubai. Mm -hmm. Look at the sheer discrepancy in location. Yeah. And, and when you bring real estate into the mix, I mean... Look at the million dollar houses you have in Los Angeles and then look at the million dollar houses you have in Tampa. Also, they have like five seasons to build up to all of that. You yes, guys were still in your first season. It takes time to get the ball rolling, you know, mm. and so you guys will get there. I'm not, you know, worried about that. And, you know, just keep in mind, it's always the 10 percent of people that are the loudest. You know, the 90 percent of 90 percent of people that watch the show probably love you, love you guys. Yes, I have no problem with the show. But the 10 percent that just don't get it, they're always just yelling. Yep, 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 yep. Can I say something positive real quick? Y'all know I'm sensitive. Let me take a sip. Hang on. <laughs> Please. I think one of, as a fan of the show, and you guys, of course, I think one of my favorite things to see after the show, amongst the BS, of course, was um, black women saying, ooh, I'm about to get into real estate. I'm trying to be fly like Colony and Sophie. Uh -huh. Do you know how many tweets, like organically, without even looking in the hashtag, I would see yeah. of people like retweeting, girl, I'm about to start, I'm about to get my real estate back. I'm trying to be like selling Tampa. So despite what people, but despite people's critiques, y'all have motivated and inspired people that might not have even cared to escape their apartment. You know what I mean? So keep yeah. doing what you're doing no matter what is shown. You know, keep living your life and uh, showing us. <laughs> You're so right, Courtney, because we get, I mean, today, it's still, we're still getting those messages. Oh my God, you guys inspire me so, so much. I'm taking my real estate class now. Any advice? Like, we have so many messages. I'll be out literally getting coffee and somebody will come up to me and 
girl, can I just ask you a quick question about how to get into real estate? Like so many black women are trying to get into real estate and I love it. Like this is our moment. This is our time to make mm-hmm. our money and get in our bags. So if we could inspire and add to that, I'm, that's all I'm happy about. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I love that. You guys are inspiring like a, a new breakout into a new industry. That's mm. so beautiful to hear. And I hope like down the line, maybe even having your own brokerage, you know, where you can help women, like how Sherelle helped you guys might, you know, might be in the mix. Just an idea, you know, but, but in order in order to get there, you guys just need to keep showing out and showing up in those cute outfits. Spe- speaking of the cute outfits, speaking of the cute outfits, I know they can't get cuter, but a lot of people want them to get longer. Do you think if you guys have a second season, you will have longer uh, dresses. Dresses. If selling oh, only shorter. Yeah. If only <laughs> only if selling sunsets outfits get longer. I don't. You know what? I would like to see like a comparison for the selling sunset wardrobe and the selling Tampa wardrobe, and then I'd like to see people complain. Then we need just a selling fashion show where y'all just come Ooh. out and just show out, and we raise money for charity. That would be a that good be one. Good. Like at a house or something. Or something. Ooh. Ooh. Netflix, fly us out for that one. Oh, hey, let's put that together. Yeah, can, can we chat afterwards and try to put that together? We're gonna, yeah, we need to get a contract. We need royalties from them for the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys get a cut. <laughs> we need to, we need to make sure that like Anne Sophie and Colin are closing the show. You know, like the grand finale and opening. Yeah, but you know, we need to work out all of that stuff. I'm here for it. Yeah, and Netflix. I know you're listening. Call us. I want to clear clear the air. Have either of you ever slept with clients to close a deal? No. Absolutely not. Never. Good. I, I don't have to sleep with clients to close a deal because I know how to close a deal. That part. That part. Yeah. That's not yeah. our style. That's not our style. But I'll clear up what I said on the show because a lot of people were insinuating little things, mm-hmm. especially one of my castmates in particular was insinuating something. Um, but <laughs> to clear that up, like in Sophie, we don't have to do that. And what I said was, if I can get a buyer and a husband at the same time, why not? That's totally different than sleeping with somebody to get a deal closed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm a single woman. If I happen to meet a fine single man who is looking to purchase real estate, why not? You know what I mean? That's that's yeah. my thing. People meet their soulmates at work all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's always that workplace, like flirtation, mm-hmm. whatever it is. If it's two single people, I don't see the problem. So there's never been a situation where we're sleeping with clients just to close a deal. Absolutely not. Um, and I actually have never dated a client, to be honest. Mm. You know, that mm. still has never happened. So. You didn't date that fine guy from the show? He was hot. And's always playing, not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. He wasn't tall enough. He wasn't tall enough to ride the ride, y'all. Well, Girl. Well, well. Girl, please. There it is. Sorry about it. <laughs> Sorry about hey, it. She has a type, so <laughs> Yeah, I know Anne's type, and he has to say swoosh. Say swoosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Anne's type for sure. <laughs> She loves tall guys. Okay. That's okay. That's all right. Well, good. I'm glad we were able to clear the air because you guys are two of the most like professional people I know in TV. Mm. Like you, like Ann said earlier, I feel like there is a classiness to selling Tampa. There's something regal almost about it. And Mm. I don't see either of you needing to do anything more than showing someone a house and like, you know, delivering all like the details and stuff. To sell it. So I'm, I'm glad that you're able to clear that up because that is just ridiculous that people were even insinuating that. Especially co-workers or people on the show with you. They just love to, to yap. Like I said, the 10%. They just yap, yap, yap. Do you guys get along with everyone in your cast? Transparent question. No. That's okay. Ooh. Me either. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Neither did I. No, we don't. We don't always see. No, I wouldn't say we get. We see each other. We all see eye to eye. Okay. You know what? It's a show. You're not going to see eye to eye with everyone in the world. It's normal to mm-hmm. have discourse. You know who is it? Who do you guys have tea with? What's the deal? What's the deal? Colony. 
Go ahead. Oh, I was like, damn, you guys have to with each other again? I was like, fight, fight, fight. No, I'm kidding. Ah. Jerry, Jerry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm dead. Um, so who do we, who do I not get along? I personally don't. I mean, you guys see it on the show. I don't get along with Joanna. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that's the secret. Like, me and her, we just don't. She's just not my cup of tea. She's not my type of person. Um, so that's real life, too. That's not just show drama. Yeah, like, I just think she moves very funny. I think that um, she makes little comments about me. And I think she's just always worried. She's really pressed, though. She's always worried about what I'm doing. And I just don't understand that. Like, Mm. I really don't. So I kind of just tune her out. Like, I don't really have anything for her. Like, Mm. I prefer to not speak to her at all. So, yeah, yeah, I don't. She's not my she's not my cup of tea at all. <laughs> That's okay. That's, That's okay. okay. That's okay. Joanna, if you're listening, hop off my girl colony, okay? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Messy boots. But you know, you gotta understand, you know, Colony's a strong personality. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, when there's another strong woman, you know, there's a little bit of headbutting, but you know, hopefully you guys can see eye to eye in the future. There's room for the both of y'all. What'd you say, Courtney? There's room for the both of y'all, right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, there's never going to be, first of all, I'm always, I'm a chill person. I don't go looking for conflict. Mm. Um, We can sit in the same room. I'm always respectful. You know, we can even do business together. I'm never going to let personal things get in the way of money. Um, But as far as like being girlfriends and hanging out, even on social media, I don't even follow her. I unfollow her. Like Mm. I can't even. Oh, did she unfollow you back? I think so. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn. At least the feelings are mutual. Y'all are on the same page in the same book in the library. The you know? feelings are mutual. And yeah. yeah. At least you don't have to be fake to each other. Nothing's worse than having someone be fake to your face for like a show. And then you're like, okay, like what's the deal? And they're like, oh no, everything's cool. And then they still hate you. You're like, I thought we were good. You could have just told me that you hated me. No, I know I, what it I, is. And she's and she's made comments that will probably come up mm, later, who knows, about mm. me, which is why I chose to unfollow her. Mm. Mm. Because okay. I just okay. don't like the little shadiness that she does. And I literally mind my business and drink my water. And <laughs> she's always like trying to come for me. So I was like, you know what, that's my last straw. I'm gonna unfollow this girl and then I think she caught the memo. She unfollowed me back. So, yeah, it's cut and dry pretty much. Like, I haven't had a real conversation with her. I hope we do Mm. so that we can actually, you know, clear it out. But as of now, like, the energy is I'm not really, you know, you're not my type of person to be around. Here's my manifestation. Um, By selling Tampa season four, episode five, I want to see the scene of y'all three (laughs) going on a shopping date. How fun and positive would that be? And then we can look back on this interview and be like, look where y'all was and look where y'all are now. Shopping with Joanna? Yeah, the, three of the three of y'all skipping in the mall. Where, where would they be shopping together? I don't know. That's they what I'm They have different out. styles. <laughs> where are we taking her? To Macy's? Not, no. no shade. No shade, Macy's. Not running up in the Nordstrom's? We need to help her out, and actually, that'd be good because she needs to revamp her style anyway. So she definitely needs to come shopping with us. Okay, y'all could be like Sharon Dion from Clueless, giving Ty the makeover. Iconic. That's kind of cute. I'm here for it, actually. Like I would do that today. (laughs) We could go to the mall, Joanna. Hit us up. I've got a scene for you, Adam. I think this is the one. No, it's going to get Twitter a rattling. We're giving Adam too many good ideas in this episode. All right. Adam, run me my money before you take any of my ideas, okay? I'll see you in court. No, I'm Not just kidding. Court. Stop it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, you know what? Netflix needs like a Judge Judy type situation show. Like, I would love to do that. That would like, be fun. I'll be the bailiff. Oh my God. Sassy bailiff. So much fun. You can yeah. be the bailiff. That is okay. Savannah's the judge. I'll be one of the jurors. I'll yes, be, you know, yes, yes. You guys have, but but you got you guys are like the fashionista jurors. So you have to have like full makeup, hair, glam oh, yeah, every day, right? And be like, I don't really care. Let me see your nails. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm good with that. You guys are so funny. No, I also want to know, Anne. Do you? Sorry. I want to know, Anne. Because, because Joanna has issues with Colony. I know you guys are like BFFs. You know, what are your opinions of Joanna? Do you also like? Are you a Joanna 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 Stan? 
Or I am not in no way um, a Joanna stan. Okay. Um, I think where me and Joanna stand naturally because, you know, her and my friend are not like uh, because of the things that I've heard her say or heard that she said to my friend mm. that naturally, like I, I, I have lost some of my. Um, I don't want to say lost my respect because I'll always be respectful of her, but I kind of like lost some of my taste for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of everything else, like I, you know, got to keep your, you got to keep, keep her within close colony and follow her, but I, I, I'm following her. I need to see what's going on. Uh-huh. We need to uh-huh. see. Um, so I'm going to keep a little eye <laughs> on the situation. But as far as her and I, I there's no, like, there's no animosity um, it's just, she's just not my best friend. Mm. She's like, you know, we, we do, like Colony said, we can do business together. We can be cordial, but it's just not someone that I'm calling to go get drinks with or to go shopping with. Mm. Although after today, after today, we might. Well, we know that if Joanna is going to be wearing a killer outfit next season, it's because of these two. And I'll be home cheering for her because it's the, it's the women coming together. Yeah, we're reconciling. We're yeah. stylish and luxurious. I want to see it. You know, he says this, but he knows that you can't be friends with everyone. But, you know, that is the truth. That is the truth. And I get that some situations, um, especially with coworkers, can truly just be an oil and water situation. So I get if y'all are just not feeling her, not sipping from her teacup. um, It just is what it is. But I'm telling y'all, season four and a half. Y'all going on the shopping date. I'm telling y'all. It's, it's in the, the reconciliation is on the horizon. The rooster is going to be going. I, I would love to see that. <laughs> and you know what? That could happen. And that could like, I think my biggest issue with is with jo- with Joanna is like if you guys have ever met her or even felt the energy from the show is that you feel like there's different layers to her that you're like just not seeing it doesn't feel authentic Mm. like it doesn't feel like she's truly being who like it feels like she's always like playing Mm -hmm. like I don't want to say not playing devil's advocate it just always feels like she's like she's underhanded like she throws a rock and hides her hand Mm. that's how that's how it feels in real life she's like a sniper from the side Yes, it's like you, it's untrustworthy. Like, I don't know if I could trust her. Mm. And I don't like being around shaky people. Like, Drake said it, shakiness, man, I don't have no time for that. Okay? (laughs) I don't have time for that. Drake ass. (laughs) Not Drake. I mean, I'm here for the Drake line. I'm here for it. I like Drake. But okay, yeah, interesting way to use it. (laughs) Outside of Netflix. What's next for you guys? I mean, you guys have like such a beautiful platform to use in any direction. What direction y'all going in? Well, I've been doing a lot of work in the mental health space. Um, Last month in May was mental health awareness. So I got a chance to really talk about my story. I went through some trauma in college. And so I plan to use my platform to just raise awareness of that. I'm actually a new ambassador for Tampa Bay Thrives, which is a local um, mental health awareness initiative here in Tampa. Mm. So I've become their ambassador and just spreading the word, um, just making people aware and really letting people know it's okay to talk about things that have happened and really talking about it is my therapy. So encouraging people to go to therapy, encouraging people to check on their friends, even their strong friends. Um, So that's been my work as of lately. And of course, real estate, you know, we're still, we're actually real real estate agents. We still work. (laughs) We work. um, I'm building a team now here. um, Nice. Yeah. We're just, we're thriving. I love that. What about you, Anne? For myself. So a couple of things. Um, Something that I've always been passionate about is just like education. And I think that's just the Haitian in me. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, um, I, you know, with me being Haitian, I think one of the biggest problems in Haiti is just like comes from the perspective of education. And I'm talking about not just like not education as far as like the school system, but just education about this just simple mindset, entrepreneurship. So mm-hmm. I actually sit on the board of um, directors for um a nonprofit called the Haitian Education Project. So working with them to establish and build um, different education systems um, and projects in Haiti. 
Um, so doing that outside of that, um, I do so many, so many women or just so many people reach out to us wanting to know how to, like they can get to the space that we're in. So I'm working on developing, um, some kind of like mentorship where I can, um, help touch, you know, um, a lot more people than I can individually and in like more of like an intimate group setting. So I'll be um, opening that up soon. Um, but besides that, tapping into that, that's not like a lot of work. Yeah, you're doing a lot. You're a working woman. Do me and Beyonce got the same 24 hours? Yeah. Besides that, I'm tapping into something that I've always been passionate about, which is beauty. Um, so you'll be seeing a lot more of me, you know, looking good, doing my makeup. Oh, that's right. um, I see you on TikTok. <laughs> I've always been afraid to share that kind of content on Instagram only because I've always put out my real estate content. And I, I think just coming from a place of not wanting people to judge me and be like, oh, uh, is she a makeup artist or a real estate agent? But listen, I'm both. I'm both like I'm talented. I'm multifaceted. Yes, I can do makeup and sell you real estate. What's up? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, between those are a few things. And also the real estate, like the real estate is like what keeps me going. It's what pays the bills too. Um, so between all of those things, that's what's next for me. That's awesome. Jeez. You guys sound so busy. I feel like I need to go home and find new hobbies. Yeah, I need to go home and figure out new ways to make some money. I know. I, I need to like start a foundation. Or yeah. Like I need to be something. on a committee. I'm going to go and save some I, homeless people. I need to be a director for the Mexican-American mm. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Something. We're going to figure that out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Actually, you and Anne, you need to teach um, TikTok classes because y'all oh, are like. Yeah. Savannah needs to teach TikTok classes. That's I'm her. just learning on the fly. No, you're like. good, Anne. I've been watching your TikToks, though. You've been doing really good. I'm proud of you. Even though TikTok be like attacking me sometimes. You saw that one TikTok I did incorrectly. Yeah. TikTok, yeah. you know what? TikTok stays attacking people. I'm convinced it's because majority of people on TikTok don't have jobs. So they have nothing better to do but to be on TikTok and like attack people. Mm. So whatever. They're all like 12 anyways. So but in their, def in their defense, I did um, do the TikTok incorrectly. They compared it to Dude. Kendall. They compared it to Kendall um, cutting cucumbers. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, that's a little you, that's girl. a little embarrassing, <laughs> and but you know, at the end of the day, it just kind of helps build character. Did yeah. you do it right? Did you do the TikTok right? No, I did it wrong, but I was just having fun. I didn't know it was that no, deep. No, did you redo it? it? No, you should redo it correctly. No, because I did what I, I said, what I said, and I did what I did. Period. Like that's it. TikTok is a little harsh, but it's okay. You know what? We are strong women with strong backbones, and I don't think. Any one of us has a problem saying anything back. Savannah, I'm not strong, okay? I, I need me a strong man because I am not strong, honey. I am a delicate flower. Actually. I'm done. I'm done, you guys. I cannot with her today. That is waiting to be picked. No, seriously, though. No we're going to call ourselves the strong. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, do, do we want to be? Okay, we could be weak, too. I not even weak, I need a but, man. <laughs> but someone that I am not wants a strong to be supported. Woman. Not even about being weak. It's just I'm delicate. You got to be you got to be soft and like just, you know, careful with me. And especially oh. black women are always looked at as, you know, expected to be strong oh, and right. take care of me. And, you know, I take it back. You guys don't have to be strong. <laughs> It's an insult when any man, any man that says, oh, you a strong, independent black woman, ah, get yeah. out of my face. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't want that. No. Y'all hear that, men? Now y'all got to come correct. Yeah. <laughs> because I can be a strong, independent woman, all of those things, but I still like to be taken care of. I still like to be pampered. Mm. I still like, I'm a woman, but I still like when someone nurtures me. You know what I mean? Like, I can see how things get misconstrued. I also feel like maybe as black women, you're also expect, like there's an expectation for you guys to act a certain way. And so when you say like, you know, oh, like I'm delicate, you know, it, you know, some people may not be used to that and stuff. I mean, I'm very used to it for you. You and you are very much a delicate flower. Very much. <laughs> you too, Colony. You both. Oh, no, I, I know I am. Listen, <laughs> I don't. What did I? 
What did I say the other day? I don't, I don't even want to remember. I think I don't know what we were doing, but I was. I don't even feel like taking my makeup off. I don't yeah. want to do anything. <laughs> You're like, I don't, I don't want to look clean. I don't. I don't want to move. I want somebody to just do everything for me. Like, what does Cardi B say? She's like, I don't cook. I don't clean. But let me tell you, how I got this ring. I got this ring. That's gonna. It's that's coming. Gonna be it's you. coming. The ring is coming. She has all the other lyrics, but she's. We're waiting on the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to get that ring. And the ring's got to mean a thing. Yeah. Speaking of a ring, are you guys dating? What what can all the hotties at home do to get your attention? You know, are you can they get your attention? Yeah. Are what are, what are what are like the three main things they got to have? Oh, what do they need to have? You know what? Be funny. Like I love a funny guy. I don't even okay. first of all, I don't even look at looks. I don't have a type. Like I like a vibe. I just ask that you be tall, like at least be tall, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I don't really look at looks. I prefer. Colony wants to be the better looking one in the relationship. <laughs> oh, okay. And said Colony wants to be the better looking one of the two. Yeah, I'm cute enough for the both of us, so <laughs> I don't need you to be thinking you're cute. Like I don't need that. Yeah. So I just yeah. want you to be funny though. Like if you're a funny guy, you got me. I love to laugh all day long. So if you, so if she loves laugh, some dad jokes. Oh yeah. Like I love dry humor, like just <laughs> awkward jokes. Like yes. Yes. That's Get in her DMs right now. I think I attract I, all the guys that you like. So I'll just pass them on to you because I hate that stuff. I'm like, you I don't, don't want a little dad joke in the DM. Take your dad jokes as far away from me as possible. I don't like it. I don't dad like jokes, a, though. I don't think I know what dad jokes. I know like the dry humor and stuff. But what is that the same thing? I like dry I humor. So, yeah, I like dry. Like I like people who have some dry humor, dark humor and stuff. But I feel like people who make dad jokes, it like they're corny. Like the two kind of go exactly. hand in hand. I don't like corny like guys like that. So I don't like corny either. Though. I don't like corny. But then who's making dad jokes to you? So maybe it's not called dad jokes. I don't know what it is. You cannot Colony, be corny. You do like so, a little bit of just make Colony like, laugh, y'all. Just make Colony laugh. Just tickle her. Corny. Just a little bit of corny with like a touch. Okay. So he needs to be funny. He needs to uh, be tall. What else? You have one last one. I want him to be financially stable. Okay. Mm. Good financially one. stable and looking to increase i don't like anyone who's <laughs> complacent so like we have to build this empire together you know i don't mind like i still i would work like doing what i'm doing but i do want the luxury of mm. okay having a seat and let my right. man take over for a little bit you mm-hmm. know i've been working for a very long time so i wouldn't mind I don't want to have to work, especially yeah. if I bring kids into this world. Like, I want to have the luxury of staying home with my children for at least three years mm. and then picking back work when I need to. Um, because I'm going to always add value anywhere I go. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, I'm going to always right. bring that. But I want my man to definitely be financially stable and looking to increase whatever we have. Um, so, yeah. Love that. All right. Mm. Are there any funny, tall, financially stable guys out there? If there are, don't call me. Call Colony. Call Colony and come with your best jokes. Yeah. Just yeah. write a little DM. Don't, don't, don't flood the DM, though. Dad Just, jokes, mm. welcome. Dad bodies don't are flood. not. Don't you flood. <laughs> don't you shame the dad bodies. We are body shaming dad don't bodies. Don't bet not shame no, but no daddy bodies on my I'm body shaming. Savannah, Colony, I think she has a correction to make. Go ahead and make the correction, sis. I do like a soft pudge, though. I don't really like a hard body, like, abs. I I don't like that. But I have to get a little soft, like, pudge, you know? All the guys that you like definitely slide in my DMs. I will pass them along to you. Pass them along, girl. Look, look, the running joke is it needs to be just enough to fill the, like, the, the curve in her back when they cuddle. Oh, I see. Oh, oh, he's got a nice little arch. So if he yeah. has a nice little stomach to just fit in that arch. And y'all fit together like two puzzle pieces. Oh, for a nice little spoon action. A nice, oh, nice little spoon moment. Like a yin and a yang. Oh, I see where you're coming from. That makes sense. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Why are you <laughs> yeah. And I came and told all your business, Colony. <laughs> Okay, wait. So, Anne, so what about you? The three things you look for when you're dating someone. Okay, Savannah, you already know the first one. Yes, anytime. Yes, anytime. Yes, anytime. <laughs> um, and the other two. Um, ambitious mm. and also like 
you have to be financially aware and um, financially like stable. Mm. Mm. Um, because I don't ever want to live a life of not like not being comfortable. I'll always be like, I will always be adding value. I'll always contribute like my piece, but you need to start with a strong foundation. Mm. Mm. Amen. Amen. And you know what? I think like a lot of people listening might wonder like, wow, like it matters to the both of them to have someone that's financially stable. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's like kind of what happens when you become an adult and when you live in a capitalist society, I will say, Mm -hmm. you know, you need to find someone that fits your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And if you guys aren't willing to compromise your lifestyle, you need to find someone that is at your level. And I think that's fair. I also would like someone that's financially stable. I think it's fair simply because the dynamic can quickly change to one of the partners feeling like a parent. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying, and some, no one wants to be a uh, babysit. Exactly, and so, some people do want to be babysat. Mm-hmm. Some people want to be taken care of in that way, and that's like great, you know. But mm-hmm. those are just not people that maybe we we might date. So yeah, and yeah. incompatible. All right, so Anne wants a tall, driven, or mm. like um like accomplished person or some some financially yeah. aware and financially aware. You got to know where his pennies is at. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he got to be able to rub rub two quarters together, take her out. Okay. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Okay. He needs to be able to know how to grow that money. All right, ladies. So to end our show, we like to play a little game called Kiss Mary Avoid. It's basically our version of Fuck Mary Kill. So with that being said, I'll let Courtney read the options. All righty. For your options, we have. Miss Tennille, Miss Sherelle, and Miss Joanna. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Look at their faces right now. <laughs> I'll go first. Let's go. What, right. is, what are the options? Tennille, Sherelle, Joanna. Kiss, marry, avoid. Kiss, marry, avoid? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang, I you yeah, I can go first. I can go first. You are go? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So okay. Uh, we're avoiding Joanna. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna kiss Tanil. Ooh. Oh, I love Mr. Ooh. I love Mr. And then we're marrying Sherelle. Aw, love Aww. that. Love that. I love that. I love that. All I would right. say the same thing. Okay. But I, I kind of I low key wish it was like another option for Tanil because I don't think I want to kiss Tanil. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> just, <laughs> just give her a little smooth. No, but I'm definitely avoiding. Joanna, like that's off rip. Uh, but I feel like it's a little cheeky action. I need to avoid Tanil too. I you don't want like you don't want you don't want to kiss and make up with Joanna. Tanil, wait, hold on. She said she wants to avoid Tanil too. Wait, hold on. Wait, what's going Tanil, on? Tanil with her little shady self. Me and her, she she likes to throw some shade. Tanil does Tenille like to throw some shade, but I kind of like her for I it. No, I like Tanil too. I do. I can appreciate her shadiness. Yeah, because it's a little dig. It's not like too crazy. She's not hitting below the belt. Yeah, and it's exactly. It's not underhanded. It's 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 right in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would. I'm, I'm joking. I would do the same thing. I would um, avoid Joanna, kiss Tanil, marry Sherelle. Well, Joanna, sorry to tell you, but today you did not survive the Homecoming Queens podcast. Um, yeah, no, yeah, no, sorry, same. but we appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you. I'm gonna go with the same options they did, Stop just because saying. they're my friends. <laughs> So. I was gonna say the same exact thing, oh like God. literally the same exact. Get thing. out of my head. Four way, four way tie. Four way tie. Oh, oh my God, we've never had a four way tie before. I know. Oh, it's a first. Look at us, y'all did that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. You guys chose right. Mm. Right. Duh. We never choose wrong, baby. <laughs> Period. All right, Anne Sophie and Colony, thank you so much for coming on this show. Is there anything uh, you want to promote or how do our fans see you? Of course. So you guys can follow us on Instagram. My Instagram is Colony Reeves. Um, as I said before, I do have my real estate group coming. Um, it's called the Colony Reeves Group. So be on the lookout for updates on that um, as we continue to kill this real estate market. So we are definitely on Instagram, the Colony Reeves group, and also Colony Reeves for my personal page. Mm. 
And for myself, you can find me on Instagram, barely on Twitter, but on TikTok um, at Anne Sophie PF. Oh, love that. All right. You guys already know you can follow me at at Sav Palacio on all my socials. You can follow me at Court Revolution on Twitter and TikTok and Courtney Revolution on Instagram. Yes, God. And follow the Homecoming Queens podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Homecoming Queens Pod. Watch every episode of the Homecoming Queens podcast on our Homecoming Queens YouTube channel. Rate, review, and subscribe. You know the drill. Thanks for watching, guys. Bye. Bye. Homecoming Queens is part of the Eve Podcast Network and a Forever Dog production. Executive producer, Tracy Soren. Engineer, producer, and editor, Clementine Yost. Theme song by Will Pitts. Cover photo by Stephanie Sayas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm.